Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, rock, man. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up till 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on FSR. Uh, We have something called the Pro Bowl, uh, whatever the hell that is, uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, So we'll spend about uh, zero segments on that. uh, listen, you leave Hawaii, uh, you can kiss our ass. That's not a, not a, something we need to discuss here. Uh, we've got uh, the Super Bowl next weekend, so a little over a week away for all that fun conversation here uh, on the show. Uh, and then, you know, you got other teams that play for uh, this time of year, but it's mostly through the media. Uh, and somebody who plays that game as well as anybody uh, is Jerry Jones. Uh, Jerry Jones uh, is still talking. Uh, his team uh, one and done in the playoffs. Very disappointing. Uh, it seems like ages ago we were talking about what the hell they were doing on uh, you know, Dak Prescott's slide and how that game finished up. And so Jerry Jones uh, was talking about um, his defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, uh, who is returning turning to the Cowboys for year number two after interviewing in other places, but he's going to stay in Dallas and be their defensive coordinator. And he talked about Dan Quinn and the potential of Dan Quinn maybe one day being a head coach there. He stays here because of every one of those three coaches have said they'd love to be the head coach of the Cowboys. Uh, In my mind, that has a lot of logic as to why they might not take a job now rather than one or uh, wait and see how the cards go in future. Do you consider Dan a potential future head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, He's certainly qualified. He's very qualified. Yes, I would consider. If I didn't have a coach, I would have been interviewing him for coach. Hmm. And remember, oh. some of us cowboys. Yeah, very oh. good. Thank you for the uh, Spanish lesson oh. there, Jerry. I mean, or, what is that I hear? Are, <laughs> are those are those Mike McCarthy's <laughs> legs being chopped and lopped off from under him right now? What is he doing? <laughs> did, that, did he just make him a lame duck out oh, uh, in his own locker man. room? Leave Mexico. <laughs> Thank oh, wow. you, Jerry. Uh, what the hell is Jerry Jones doing, man? Uh, like, he said. You got one more chance, Mike. I guess. Hey, Mike, you got well, one more go at it. And if it ain't Dan Quinn, it's Sean Payton. But the the funny thing about reading through his, some of his comments, he, he mentioned that he, he had to kind of pump up Dan, I, I guess because he was a head coaching candidate, he was saying. Um, but he gave him a handsome extension because he could foresee him being a future head coach, maybe the future head coach here. Just listen to him talk. It was almost like it was his, you know, subconscious and it just it, it ended up making it to air. Like he like he I don't know if he was aware that he shouldn't have been saying publicly what he was saying. 
But this is going to be a tough year for Mike McCarthy. He put too much uh, salt on that that uh, sausage biscuit. <laughs> that morning sausage biscuit had way too much salt. That burger had too much salt on it. I, 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 like, what does this help? Like, how, how does this help anybody involved? It doesn't like Dan, help Mike McCarthy. It doesn't I'll help. Dan, it doesn't help Dan Quinn either. He's already returning. You gave him. You gave him uh, some extra coin. We're good here. Like, like why even continue to to, to make this uncomfortable Maybe he for needs them? It. Maybe that's Jerry Jones way of of motivating or scaring or putting pressure on his head coach I mean he kind of did that at times with Dak before they gave him that extension I mean he seems to always be you know out there saying stuff and it probably makes you fearful for your job it's crafty I'll tell you that I mean if that if that's his intent now I'm not saying he's conscious of that but I also think you know Jerry Jones comes off as a guy who uh, he doesn't know what he's doing or doesn't know what he's saying, but no, he I, I knows think what he's, he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's he doing. He said something last week. Uh, he said that Dan Quinn turned down. He was offered a head coaching job by another team, but turned them down to return to the Dallas Cowboys. Do you uh, guys believe that? I, do I don't think buy it was, who, No, no, no. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. Okay. Some game All show right, game music, show music here. Yep. All right, here we go. Yep. Let's, go. Let's go. All right, let's go. Right. All right, this game. Let's play oh. this Levar, game. start us it? off for the uh, which team did Dan. Dan Quinn turned down to become the next head coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I'm going to just go with this, all right? <laughs> Denver. Okay, oh, that's okay. okay. That's a good Okay, that's, that's a good I'm going to tell you why he turned it down. Okay. Because upon arrival of doing his interview, <laughs> this is great. the people were intoxicated or, yeah. or, or recovering from the hangover. Yeah. And Dan said, I will not yeah. be a part of this drunken orgy of, of an organization. Yeah. And I do not want to do this. You know what? You By the way, you know what's not believable about the Broncos brass being all hammered or hungover what's that is i mean it's a lot of weed out there in denver that's I a mean, good if point. anything yeah. you don't get a hangover from weed yeah that's a good point like yeah, I, I can hey, just imagine like, uh, up, huh? like you know like that's what i'm saying they could have been like baked it's I don't think like they're uh, you know like well hungover. i mean you know next thing you know flores is gonna say well I, upon arrival uh, john elway was smoking weed out of a tennis racket now i knew i had to leave here because this what? was just a sham interview i don't, I don't, uh, I don't get that tennis well, racket. Uh, you totally saying, took us off the rails point being uh Let's get back to Let's our game. Okay. Yeah, you Jonas Knox. There we go. Who did Dan Quinn stiff to become the next head coach of their well, team? Well, I'm glad you asked, Braden. Uh, I'm going to go with the, with the New York Giants. Uh, and I actually mm, think I okay. know how this happened. How did it happen? Um, see, I think the reason that Dan Quinn <laughs> uh, walked away. Well, no, listen, this is a little, we're doing. having a legitimate conversation here. I think the reason that Dan Quinn walked away from the Giants' offer to return to the Dallas Cowboys is because he got a text from Bill Belichick only to only to find out that Bill Belichick was actually texting Dan Patrick. Insulted by his dance. Yes, insulted by it. I think he decided, you know, I'm going back to Dallas. I don't want to be a head coach anymore. So uh, so, so Brady Quinn, play yeah. your own game. Play your own I, game. I thought here. maybe Bill Belichick was texting Lieutenant Dan. No. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, yeah, I don't well, know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Walking in heaven? What a crock of bleep. It was Dan uh, Ball is what it was. Yeah, it, was um, good. it was Dan Ball. All right, can we get, can we get old Lee Boy, Leroy involved in this uh, one? All right, Lee, come on. Uh, come on, Lee. Yeah, let's go, Lee. Get involved, baby. Yeah. All right. All right, all Lee. Right. Which team did Dan Quinn stiff to become the next head coach? 
I think it is Miami. Okay. Oh, oh. oh. Very, very good. So you Ooh, think Miami. Exotic. Um, okay. Just a little too uh too, too sunny for him. He, oh, uh, okay. you know. <laughs> what do you make for his pale skin? Like, well, he does like to wear is that hat racist? It, that is racist. I mean, that Dan, is racist. racist. Dan Quinn does look like the techno Viking. He Anybody does look like him? the techno Viking. Yeah, you know what? Man, I have been the same last name. We're both two two Irishmen. That, that's messed oh. up. Hey, I Dan Quinn. I actually met him. He's one of the few people that actually would be willing to shake my hand, and he was a nice. Nice guy, like a he's really the nice nicest guy. Dude. Yeah, I, really good. Lavar would really love playing like, for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's cool. Dude. I, dude, I trust you. He was. The, he's the coolest dude, nicest dude you'll ever meet. Yeah. Pretty intense out here too. You want to hear really he good can't things be intense. about him. You yeah. want. You want to play your own game, Brady? Come on. Don't be. Don't be. Scared. Oh, I'm, 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 well, how do I announce myself? Okay. I mean, can well, you give he, me an I'll do you. All right, All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Now we present to you. This is a man who walked the halls of Dublin Kaufman High back in the day. Uh, he no, was no, sponsored I, I just, by I EAS go, okay. at three months old. Uh, <laughs> I present to you <laughs> our next <laughs> contestant <laughs> into why Dan Quinn <laughs> turned down another job to go back to the Dallas Cowboys. Who needs to wait till the 17th of March? Can we present? to you the one and only Brady O'Quinn. Yeah. 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 He loves doing this. Yeah. 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 We need to start filming this. Holy moly. Yeah. All right. The team that I feel like Dan Quinn stiff armed to be the next head coach is Come on. Your Chicago Bears, Jonas. Screw you, Chicago. Yeah, Yeah, he gave him the middle finger. Yeah. He said you got a stadium that no one wants to play in. That's why you bought land out in Arlington (laughs) Park. You're gonna build in a dome. I'm not I'm not waiting around for this. I'll be um, gone by then. Now, by, yeah. I'll so, be gone by November. So, I'll be gone by December. So, could we all agree that Dan Quinn probably didn't turn down another head coaching job uh, to go back to Dallas? Because I think that's complete crap. Uh, I don't, think it's no. complete as crap. long as Jerry Jones believes that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's all that all really matters. Okay. I mean, Byron Leftwich just took his name out from essentially being the Jaguars head coach. What? 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 What makes you think that Dan Quinn couldn't have done that? I think Dan Quinn. For, I don't he, think was it was it the Jaguars he wouldn't interview for. Yes. Oh, there so, you go. So he wouldn't interview, but I. But the, but that's like the same thing. Okay. That is like kind of like the All same right. thing. If the Bears or the Giants or one of these other teams, not the Jaguars because he didn't interview with them, but if they offered him the actual job, and I actually think it, in all seriousness, if it did happen, it probably was Chicago based on the timeline. The idea that he would just not take a job that he interviewed twice for just to go back to Dallas, I, I just I think it's crap. You, I think you don't, dude. That whole situation in Chicago could be a dumpster fire. Of course, again. it's been a dumpster fire for years. But and, and so I'm saying, why would you want to take an opportunity just to take an opportunity? I think he realizes they've got Micah Parsons, they've got a great defense. I don't think they're going away anywhere in the NFC East. So why not wait another year until you get the right chance and opportunity? You also don't know. (laughs) You never know in the NFL. You never say never. What opportunities could pop up? I'll just leave it at that. Oh, you mean, oh, geez. Uh, it's just so awkward for Mike McCarthy. I, I, I actually kind of feel bad for Mike McCarthy because he's going into the next season and he's got to look over his shoulder the entire year. Yeah. And Jerry Jones is going to do uh, two two interviews a week on the fan in Dallas, uh, and 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 be hinting at this the entire All season. Right. He Pol- doesn't have polling, to do one. Polling you guys this question: 
if their if their season didn't end the way it did on a quarterback draw, and let's say they take a couple shots to the end zone unsuccessfully, and that's how they lose, is he under as much heat? No, I think so. I do because he's Jerry Jones is Super Bowl or bust, unless he's been pulling the wool over everybody's eyes for all these years, and it's just about branding Dallas as America's team. Jerry Jones wants that Super Bowl before anything happens to his health. I, I That's get it. that. I get that. I, I think, look, two things. They were the only home team to lose in the wild card round. That stung. But I think the way it ended mattered. It was such a, in my opinion, boneheaded mistake it was by bad. their staff. Oh, it, it, was it, bad. Makes, it makes it look worse. Whereas, look, if they lose and they had a couple shots, so be it. But the way you lost, it called into question the head coach, the decision-making, how they went about that end-of-game scenario. That's where I feel like it kind of thrust – I guess it put another burner under that hot seat, if you will. And also, like you notice the uh, the temperature on Kellen Moore as a candidate kind of cooled as well, too. I, I think he also got oh, a little bit of – you know. There was, he, he was, uh, was he interviewing in Miami still? Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know that he's one of the finalists. I think he it's interviewed. him and what Mike McDaniel was interviewing today, I believe. Yeah, I think McDaniel's interviewing, and there was somebody else that was thrown out oh, there in wish. Miami. Um, <laughs> but but again, you know, they, they're working out contract details because uh, allegedly uh, you get paid uh, a couple extra bucks if you lose games. So yeah, oh, like, there's another lot one. Of, I'm just saying, there's a lot of language Bang. in the contract that needs to get worked out if you're going to go to Miami. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> like these are these are Bang. important conversations to have. I just think. I think Jerry Jones needs to have. <laughs> That's crazy. You got to have a conversation about being a loser in, yeah. <laughs> in, your, in your initial interview. Like, yeah, hey, I'm coming here, but yeah. You but know. hold on, hold on for a second. When you start a business, right? That's an exit strategy. Yeah, That's all you're talking always, about. You always you're always going to have an exit strategy. Like, hey, what do we do in the event that this doesn't work out? Poison pills. That's essentially they call them for contracts. Yeah, it's essentially what you're doing. Yeah. The idea that uh, Jerry Jones still looks at the Dallas Cowboys like this perennial Super Bowl contender, they haven't been past the divisional round since 96. But that's why there's pressure on every coach that the, comes in. The Jags, that's because he's old. The Jags yes, and that's, Jets. That's true, too. The Jags yeah. and Jets have been to the AFC title game twice in that time. Dallas has never been. And Jerry Jones yeah. still acts like, oh, this is the most prestigious Dude, gig in the world. that's because he's old. That's what happens with old people. The older you get don't you guys remember you look back you go man like the nfl or, or college or high school like that was just the other day can't believe that was that long ago now like you get surprised by how fast time moves the order you get i, I just blame it on his age i just think he looks back and he's like man is troy still our quarterback like oh he's been in the booth now yeah like yeah dude he's been in the booth for like 25 years or whatever, however yeah, long. And Emmett is using just for men like me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Times have changed. And uh, Troy's, making, just... Troy's making light beer. Yeah, well, uh, there yeah, you go. Yeah. And selling Eight. wings. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Did you uh, ever get any of that, Jonas? Uh, what, that light beer? I'm trying. Yeah, I think it Eight. just came out. Uh, hey, Lee, can we get on that? Like, uh, we'll, let's get Troy on the uh, on the show. Like, somebody contact his agent or something. We can get him on the show, and then, uh, you know, we can have some of that eight beer. Yeah, get a case of the, uh, the, the eight beer, the light beer for the Special man, yeah. Shotgun it on the air. You know, why not? Uh, oh, Brady's not that. really Brady's it, not really what, a shotgun what, guy. It's, so it's like oh, a Coors Light, like a Bud Light. It's a light beer like so. that. Have you shotgunned a beer before, LeVar? Uh, no. I've, I've oh, tried okay. it. 
and, yeah, and I was unsuccessful. I've Brady. tried the shotgun. I've tried to do the, the uh, what you is see it? Brady uh, trying to do it. What's the yeah, joint? I said jo- yeah. Jonas, oil in the car, Jonas got a tutorial when yeah. he came to Ohio. He'd never oh. shotgunned a beer, and it didn't go well with the salmon-colored pants. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, uh, it's like an, yeah. I just never did well with sucking down fizz. Like, it just didn't work for me. Yeah, I yeah. hear you, man. Yeah, I tried it. Yeah, hey, that's why you two are brothers, man. You that's are why you two are brothers. Like this. I hear you, man. Yeah. I take my chances with double fisting some some Long Islands or. What about a cake stand? You guys done that? Yeah, of course. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah cake no. stands are great. No. Jonas has never done a cake yeah, stand. Uh, a he's oh, man. He's oh, soft, dude. Done I've done self-cake stands. With his pinky up. That's why he sips his We beers. used to do self-cake stands. <laughs> you put it up in the corner, and then you climb yeah, on it yourself. Yeah. It's fun, yeah. man. I've just never been a good swallower, man. That's, just, that's not okay. my thing. Oh, my God. It's not my thing. That's all. Same. <laughs> <laughs> at LeVar Arrington on Twitter. At LeVar Arrington on Twitter. It's two pros and a cup it's of Joe deal, Fox Sports you know? Radio. Uh, LeVar Arrington. Brady I, I mean, Quinn, that was Jonas as close Knox. to a dump, dump comment as possible without <laughs> it getting on, dumped. So uh, I, I give myself a pat uh, on the back. All right. So all right, uh, there we go. Coming up next. <laughs> and moving on. Somebody all of a sudden is climbing up the draft boards. A surprise. He could be a future franchise quarterback. We'll get into that discussion for you right here on FSR. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. We're going to have another edition of Over-Unders coming up later on this hour here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, it is uh, the Senior Bowl uh, this weekend, uh, so this is going to be a lot of fun. I believe Albert Breer is at the Senior Bowl, is he not? Yeah, I think Albert Breer is going to be joining us uh, next hour is at the Senior Bowl. A lot of action down there. Uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a guy, Brady, who's all of a sudden starting to make some noise that people are talking about him. And, and we heard this with Justin Herbert a couple of years ago to where he had a really good week and then played well in the game, um, similar to, to a guy like Dak Prescott. But Malik Willis from uh, Liberty, apparently he's the big one that is starting to, to get in a lot of hype as far as climbing up the boards for a lot of people as being a potential candidate to maybe get drafted higher than some people expected this year. Well, it, it, he's he's a he's an interesting study because if you think about it, a couple of years ago, when COVID hit and some of the Power Five conferences weren't playing, the Group of Five conferences were, and Liberty had one of those seasons that you you were sitting there and watching, you go, whoa, who, who's this guy? He's pretty he's pretty darn good, and and that was Malik Willis, and and what you saw was his athleticism, his arm strength. You saw that he's he's really got the ability to play at the next level. Now there's some things on film that would make you a little bit alarmed. Uh, he's you know inconsistent as far as his accuracy. Um, you, you see some issues with that. It's hard a lot of times to jump up to the next level to improve upon that. But he's got a lot of the skills and traits that you're going to like. And, you know, and he said it himself, like, you don't need to worry about me coming from a small school. Um, that, that's been already proven before. So he's a guy that, you know, as I'm looking at this quarterback class, if I'm basing it off tape, okay, and I've said this all year long, Kenny Pickett out of Pitt has the best tape. Matt Corral is right behind him. And then to me, it comes down to Malik Willis. Like him and Sam Howell, to me, are the other two that finish out, you know, kind of my top four quarterbacks in this, this class and guys who could go in the first round. 
Um, but those are the guys. Those are the guys you're going to hear talked about. Those are the guys when you're talking about first-round quarterbacks. It's be those four. Now, there's another kid out of Nevada named Carson Strong. He's got a, a knee injury and some a medical history there with that knee that's concerning to a lot of people. So even though he's got a great arm, he's your prototypical pocket passer. I'm not sure he'll end up finding his way into the first round because already out of college, they're that concerned about that knee. But Malik Willis will be up there with the rest of them in consideration for, you know, somewhere, depending on the eye of the beholder, that top, you know, one, two, three quarterback. Wasn't Davis Mills also, uh, they liked him, but there was questions about his knee? Like, didn't he yeah, well, he only knee? played like 13 games or something like that during his time. Of stay, like started, I should say. He, he didn't play. He didn't play very much. He was banged up often. I can't remember if there was a concussion too. Maybe at one point. Yeah, but I, and I know Petros has called basically every Carson Strong game that that's ever existed. So yeah. he got he got a lot yeah. of Nevada games. Yeah, but don't ask him about it because he got a little prickly he when does. you ask him about it sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, dude, people are talking about this kid like it might be a first round pick. Like, give me a little, give me a little download, give me some info here. He does. Hmm. He's very very hyped up about it. Very bothered. Yeah. Um, I, I just wonder. I look at it and I go. All right, so is this is this a situation with all the quarterbacks that are potentially on the market at the NFL level, whether it's Rodgers, uh, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, is that going to push some of these guys who may go in the first round back to later on in the second or maybe the third round just because all of a sudden we're in an offseason where there's a real chance at least a couple of these guys, most notably Wilson and Rodgers, and who knows, pr- probably Watson, now that I think about it, are also going to be going to some quarterback needy teams. I wonder how that changes the draft stock for these guys. And LeVar's guy, go, Matt Corral. Go, go ahead, Brady. I, I was just going to say, I mean, if, you, if you're Houston, you're going to have a new head coach. And if you lose Deshaun Watson, yes, you have Davis Mills, but you're probably looking at taking one of those guys, depending on where they fall to you. So you might be losing a guy in that situation. It might fulfill a need elsewhere, but you're still going to be bringing a guy in. Um, I think there's a number of teams that fall in that category. You know, Pittsburgh, for example. They're looking at the roster saying we've got Mason Rudolph, we've got Dwayne Haskins. I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't take a first-round quarterback if the guy they like is there for them because they're not drafting in the top 10. So it, it, it's an interesting year because, to your point, I do think everyone's going to focus on as soon as the new league year begins and you got a chance to get one of those franchise guys if you can get a Rodgers, if you can get a Russell Wilson. I mean, what happens to Tannenhill if Rodgers decides to go to Tennessee? You'd have to think that they've got a trade or swap in that case, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's going to be some moving parts for guys who are already currently on rosters and moving around, taking up some of these spots. Uh, and so it, it could. I mean, it, you might see a year where there's less, but I think that would have to do more with there's no Joe Burrow. There's there's no Justin Herbert. There's, there's not that sort of guy that you're looking at in this year's draft saying he's the bona fide number one overall pick. Uh, I don't know that any of these guys come really even close to that in this year's class. When you look at the potential of what the draft ordering is going to be, Jacksonville doesn't need a quarterback. Do we think that Jared Goff is just a is just a plug stopgap? If if you do, then you'd have to assume that Detroit is weighing out if they should go for anything else outside of a quarterback with their first draft pick. I think that's a potential landing spot. For a draft pick. Uh, So that's one in the top ten. Houston is definitely looking for a quarterback. That's two. 
The Jets aren't. The Giants may be possibly looking for QB. If not, you'd assume that they're going towards, you know, probably offensive line or something to that effect. But the Giants are a possibility. The the Panthers are a possibility. So the the Falcons are a possibility. The Denver Broncos. Now, that could be one of those ones where it gets knocked off by a free agent because of what they represent. But you're still talking about that's still a, po- a potential landing point or place for a draft pick. The Washington football or, or the commanders. That's a possible yeah. landing yeah. spot. Call so, them the commanders. See, see, see how it just rolls yeah. off the tongue. Commanders. Yeah, you know, it's just so good. How you feeling? Uh, yeah. Has that marinated a little bit? How you feeling? Yeah. Oh, it sticks. Mean, it's their name. Yeah. They chose it. The I mean, Washington Sticks. Yeah. Oh, Commander. Yeah. Commander Arrington. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Commander. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then you look at the the Browns being in <laughs> that like that it. list on that list, and and, and you say, I'm gonna move right past that. So now you got to ask your are we going to continue on with the experiment with Baker or are we going to bring in a potential uh you know an, another rookie contract for for the Cleveland Browns so I think there are a lot of opportunities for this draft class of quarterbacks it just seems like it's one it's there is not a Joe Burrow it's not a pronounced this is a can't miss uh bona fide franchise guy seemingly in this draft but they're going to get an opportunity so that's crazy pittsburgh wants kenny pickett kenny pickett and he's well, already, that would be great oh, it would listen, be a great fantastic it'd be and great for the and fan a, base and, and everything a great storyline and all that here's the question you played I, in my eighth grade all-star game I, i'm fascinated to know this all right so there's this conversation that's happening where kenny pickett wouldn't get his hand size measured at the senior bowl uh yep. but he uh you know he's gonna do some hand Sometimes exercises you can do an embarrassment of riches though well, so, you he, know he's, that, that, he's got odell beckham hands he just doesn't want everybody to know it yeah yet. well he's doing some hand exercises <laughs> where he's uh, reportedly going to be he's going to be uh, stretching his hands out to get to yeah. be at the combine and get a measure yeah, there course. all right so they, they brady, measure pinky to thumb yeah we're know. not even going to describe what roberto just did uh yeah. so brady uh just think uh just think Wee herman uh so brady oh, uh on your toes the the the, the hand size issue a legitimate issue or no. overblown? No, it's overblown. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray. Actually, Kyler Murray's hands were pretty big, especially for how short he is. Uh, but uh, the uh, 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 Burrow and Mahomes uh, in particular are two that have obviously excelled, and they had you know sub sub ten hands, which is that's kind of the mark people usually look at. But it's not an issue. And, and look, if when you wear gloves, you're improving your grip anyway. So it alleviates any concern if you had smaller hands. And he played with two gloves this past year and diced up defenses. So it's not going to be an issue at all. Um, you know, especially if he continues to wear gloves moving forward. So the Steelers are sitting at 20. If they just sit there, is Kenny Pickett going to be there at 20? We, you've been pushing Kenny Pickett to the Steelers for months now, Brady. Yeah. We got to make this happen. We need to be looked at as as being able to tell the future on this show. I, I don't know that he's still going to be there. Damn it. I, I, I think you have too many other teams. Again, and this is just my opinion of it. There, there's going to be two ways he's looked at. He's, he was been in college for a long time. And so people might feel like he's entering the league where he's at his ceiling. And he's like, as, as compared to Malik Willis, who we just talked about. People might feel like he's entering the league and he's just getting started. 
you know, like he's going to take off and become, you know, this player who, you know, can take over a franchise and make some of those wow and splash plays. Because you see that on film from time to time. You just don't see it consistently enough. And that's where you wonder if you can build into that. So, you know, you when you're drafting, you've got teams that are going to look at those two qualities of it. They're going to say, you know, how much better can this guy get? Or can he come in and pl- can we plug him in and be successful with him right, right away? Or is this a guy, and, and maybe Trey Lance makes some sense too, uh, given what he was born into in San Francisco. He's raw, but he's got a ton of upside, and we're willing to draft him number three overall, right? I just I think Kenny Pickett's probably the guy that, if you're just basing it off tape, and that makes a, a good portion of your evaluation, he's the guy that's got the best tape of anyone in this class. Good stuff, man. I I, I got to see this. I got to see Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. And you want to know why we got to see Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh? Why we got to see Kenny because Pickett Because it's going to make one man on this show thrilled. Yeah. And that man like Chris Collinsworth. is none other. Did you see how he sounded like Chris Collinsworth? The great, can you do a Chris Collinsworth to, to I mean, announce Eddie? I mean, I got to tell you, like the, the, only thing, <laughs> the only thing worse than trying to like do a game and all of a sudden the referees and the officials start to try and take it over is when you're trying to throw it to Eddie Garcia and you guys did steer me off into that. I mean, golly. Uh, but uh, we're going to have over on this uh, Eddie Garcia, a man who's hoping to don a Steelers Kenny Pickett jersey at some point in the next 12 months uh, is nice. here for all the latest. Eddie? Nice. I wouldn't mind that. I would might not mind that nice. at all. By the way, do you have a do you have a Jack Collinsworth impression, or is it just? Mm. Uh, um, it sounds about the Jack same. Sounds yeah. about the same. Yeah, yeah. 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 higher pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just need a head start. Yeah. Go. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, sorry about. I thought somebody, my mic was off. Somebody, oh, geez. Well, oh, geez. Sorry about that. Oh, I, he, he does a good job, but come oh. on, let's you know. You said third base, third no, third no, base Collinsworth. Hey, listen. Okay. Not uh, you know, just uh, some of us started the dugout. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, what you got, Ed? Well, <laughs> you started that, by the way. You, you, you started that. I know. Okay. Uh, speaking right. of uh, the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars have hired Doug Peterson as their next head coach. You probably remember him with the Philadelphia Eagles, where he was there for five seasons. Of course, guided the Eagles to their only Super Bowl title back in 2018. In the NBA, the Hawks snapped the Suns' 11-game winning streak with a 124-115 victory. Just the 10th loss in 51 games this season for Phoenix. Trey Young, big game for Atlanta with 43 points. Bulls lose to the Raptors in overtime, 127-120, while the Heat beat the Spurs 112-95. So virtually a tie for top uh, for the top spot of the Eastern Conference between Chicago and Miami. Miami technically percentage points behind Chicago. The Warriors won their eighth straight, beating the Kings 126-114. The Clippers edged the Lakers 111-110, and the Timberwolves down the Pistons 128-117. College basketball number seven, Arizona beat number three, UCLA 76-66. Second rank, Gonzaga rolled over San Diego 92-62. Number 19, USC wins at Arizona State, 58-53. Uh, there was supposed to be a game in Columbus between number 16, Ohio State, and Iowa, but that game was postponed because of severe weather. Now back to LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here at Fox help, Sports man. Radio. <laughs> Roberto. Roberto got and, problems. and Jonas need to <laughs> I go didn't do to anything. some type of... Uh, yeah, we need an intervention. Yeah, listen, I didn't do anything. All right, that's a uh, that's a microphone. I need to go to a retreat. Right. It's not, not a. It's uh, a microphone, yeah. Berto. Yeah, it's like some prop comic in the other studio. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was <laughs> funny though. Right. I was trying to listen to Eddie give us the update. I, I was. Then... Berto was being very, very uh, distracting. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Uh, two pros, Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, it is over-unders time. We're going to take a look ahead to a busy weekend in sports. Well, kind of. Uh, and we are going to make some <laughs> predictions here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, uh, it's the story in the NFL that does not seem to be going anywhere. uh, And somebody actually might have made things worse. So we will get to that here coming up uh, a little over uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We're going to get to uh, over-unders here in just a moment. I did want to uh, issue an apology here. Um, You know, when we make a mistake or we insult somebody on the show, we want to make sure. No, I'm just saying, like, we want to make sure that – that we issue this apology here on the air. Oh, and here we so, go. Um, What's this? He gets to the, he, he gets so sensitive. No, this. not at all. Not at all. Yeah. To the family of uh, Kellen Moore, um, Lavar went on the air earlier and said that Kellen Moore uh, was not getting interviews anymore. And Lavar, I hate to correct you, but uh, oh. he is interviewing with the Miami Dolphins uh, okay. still. So, oh. to isn't that out. almost like saying he's not getting yeah, an interview? Yeah, just saying oh. that. that uh, well, that was Bill. Yeah, someone earlier today <laughs> said that he he wasn't one of the finalists. So. <laughs> That's how that came up, and a little oh, behind no, the it scenes. Was, it was here. Jonas. We, we heard it was one hundred percent Jonas. But, but uh, it's just but he always point. gets so sensitive <laughs> when someone points out. No, I that, don't. Uh, Why do you think if, if I get it wrong, I'd, I'd rather get it right than uh, yeah, than just right. continue on with it? But right. I wanted to apologize to the family of Kellen Moore uh, on behalf of Lavar. <laughs> So mm, okay. I'm make that make There's that something clear wrong here. with you, dude. Uh, all right, um, it is time for I something. Knew you were gonna do this. <laughs> time for listen. There's a show behind the show. All right, this is this is the way this works. Uh, right now, though, it's time for this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. It's over under. All right, so to a look ahead to just a jammed, packed weekend in the world of sports, none other than lead to lap. That's right, you guys. Lots to get to, including the Pro Bowl, which we all will be watching. Uh, the over under at 61 and a half. Uh, I'm going to say over. Over? Yeah, because they they're, they're, right? yeah, they're not going to play. They're not going to play defense. You know what, Lee? I want to take the under because I feel like they're going to play defense. <laughs> By the way, how did we do last week? Do we have results from last we week? We do have results from last week. Last week, you guys, LeVar took the win. Of course he did. Three to two to one. Brady had two. Jonas had one. Such crap. Lavar was Well, the, the good thing is, Jonas, is that last week didn't count, right? So this is the first, yeah. There you go. That's a fair point. I'm glad that, you brought that, that yeah. up. There you go. February yeah. is really when over-unders takes Bam. off. So, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Thanks, Lee. For, for the job. football season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. There we takes go. Off. Takes off in February. <laughs> Interesting. What do you got, Lee? What else, Lee? Staying in the NFL, you guys. Number of head coaching hires at a half. Uh, oh, so okay. over. Do we right. have four open right now? So New Orleans, Miami, um, Houston, Houston, Minnesota. and technically Minnesota. 
Technically. They're obviously not hiring who we think they're going to hire until after the Super Bowl. I will say the over. Yeah, I'll take I'll over. take the over because I think they're going to try and want to leave Super Bowl week to just the Super Bowl conversation. So that you know some of these teams oh, might speed yeah. it up on behalf yeah. of the league. Yeah. Good call. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I got your, I got your good call right here. Come on, Lee. Was that over for everybody? Everybody took over yeah, on that one? I, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, NASCAR kicks off with the annual exhibition opening yeah. with the Bush Light Clash at the L.A. Coliseum. All right. Which I'm yeah. very excited about. Yeah. Are and you? I am. I'm going to try yeah, and make well, it to Lee's, the race. Uh, well. Is that track regulation size? I don't know I don't what know. regulation size like means it. in... Yeah. Well, I, what do you mean, Lee? I mean, well, there's, 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 no, there's no way. I don't know that there's a regulation for it. There's some big ass tracks out there. Yeah. Okay. Cal- this Cal- looks Cal- like Vegas a small huge. ass. Yeah. That's a, that, it's got to be a small track because yeah, they're fitting it inside. It's of pretty the cramped, right? It looks like yeah. a pretty, uh, yeah. pretty cramped in there. Now I have a question. It looks like, like ten <laughs> pounds of crap in a five pound bag. <laughs> that's like I'm more saying. like roller. Maybe they should do roller derby instead of instead of five hundred. You know. My so here's the question I have for you guys um if somebody does win this trophy at the la coliseum is it going to get taken away years later because they were cheating i just was wondering because that happens in the coliseum i don't know if you know that or not. oh, oh wow what I mean, well, I, we can't have oh, that's a fair question all right I, I'm, I'm basing this off reputation uh all right so lee what's the uh what's the over on this we going odd evens on yeah, these cars? yeah we're gonna bring back a classic here odd or even winner of the bush light classic i'm gonna go odd Mm. Why not? Bush Light Clash. Mm. I've really broken down the numbers. I think odd is the way to go on this. I mean, I'm not you really educated odd. on this one. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm going to take a guess on it, but I'm not really educated on it. You know? Right. Do you need to be educated, though, to be able to get this right? I odd feel like it's even. just luck. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like playing roulette, but there's no third option. Good. My dog might be able to pick Good, it up. Good, Brady. <laughs> Good. I, well, Jonas is odd, so that's usually the, the way he tends, yeah. to, tends to sway. I'm going to pick even. No. Crappy you went odd. Uh, Brady went even. <laughs> um, You're it's, it's something wrong with you, dude. I'm going to take uh, I'm a take odd. Yeah, my I man. Mean, it doesn't even matter. Hey, you 11, know? odd. Stick 11 City's is a place. odd. And Stick City it. is a place. That is true. All right. Another, <laughs> another big event in Los Angeles this week. That is at the Bank of California Stadium where LAFC plays, where Corn and System of the Down will be yeah! playing. Roberto will be there. Number of beers Roberto drinks at the concert. Okay, so over. It, all right, so it's what's the Wait, number? Did you see Lee? a number yet? Yeah, what's the number? Ten. All right. Wait, at over. the at the place or before? Okay, that's a that's the question I had. Once he's uh, on at, at the parking lot. No, 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 oh, no, no. That's that's difficult. Yeah. Okay. No. Inside, inside the concert inside. venue, I will take the under because you uh, know how many T- Tolly's count is two. Ooh. Oh, screw you, Lee. You can't. What do you mean? So are they serving 24-ounce beers there? If it's a 16-ounce beer, you can't count that as two. That's one and a half. No, yeah. off 12? I'm going to still take the well, over, but he's going to be faded right. before he goes in I'm there, taking though. the under. I don't think it's happening. I think he's going to be ripped he's out of his mind. He's going to make it over, too. And by the time Corn gets to freak on a leash, he's going to be throwing up on something. He's 100% going to make it over two beers. Did we decide if they count before or it's at the event? Just at the event. Take oh. the under. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, I'm going to take the under. Yeah. 
I, I, Roberto, I believe in your drinking ability. Just yeah. it's gonna be way too expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Berto is a puke and rallyer. <laughs> he is. You got to think about how long that, that, that concert is. Uh, I, I think he is. The too. duration that's of that concert, the, the two and over, is going to come that's towards the point. end of the concert. Yeah, that's a good point. Midway through to the end, he's going to use the whole first half of, of it to recover. Oh man, it's definitely more than two. What else we got? Lee? Here we go back to Los. Vegas, the NHL All-Star Weekend. Uh, we're going to bring in Eddie here to help us out with this. We need an over-under on goals in the tournament. Okay, so Eddie, how does this? How does the play the All-Star Game format yeah, work now? In case you've forgotten, which you probably have, uh, there are basically three mini-tournaments. Uh, there's four divisions. The divisions square off against each other, and then the winner of the two previous games meet in the little championship game. So you've got three different, like two semifinals and a final. So a total of uh, total of three games. I would put over under at thirty goals for the three games. Oh, geez, well, over under at thirty goals I, for the three games. I saw the the Metropolitan versus the Atlantic. The over under was at thirteen and a half. So should it be more? Yeah, I mean, but you you get you get a, a six five game, but then you might get like a you know four one game too. So. I'm taking the under on that one. Yeah, okay. under. All right, under. I will take the under as well too because it's Vegas, and I think those guys are going to be hung the f over. That's, uh, I mean, that's, Eddie, Eddie, I like your logic. Hey, NHL players party, Eddie. I mean, they're going to get after it there in Vegas. I'm going to Vegas this weekend, boys. All right. Yeah. You going, see them. You going to the game or are you going to the, the Bellagio uh, fountain uh, uh, thing they're doing? Yeah, I'm going to skate try around. see what I can see there. Yeah. All right. Very good. How about that Eddie in Vegas? He's Big gonna, weekend for the crew here. He's going to get ripped and climb up the side of the Luxor. Hey, he's going to get hammered. Yeah. It's gonna, <laughs> Eddie's on the, Eddie's on the <laughs> side of the Luxor. Just uh, bombed out of his mind, throwing up down the side of it. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.